Money is good for the good it can do. And that is the quote of the day. Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. I got a brand new speaker for you today. His name is Mr. Jay Papasan. Jay is actually the co-author of one of my favorite books ever. It's called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. I highly recommend it. But Jay's going to talk about a few things today. He's going to talk about why we need to define what financial wealth means to us. That's so important. He's also going to talk about the importance of following your heart and how you're probably already following your heart right now. And he's also going to give you a few tips for finding your true purpose. Here's Jay. Okay, identify your why. Um, Jordan knows this, my host. Um, He's read some of our other books. When we wrote The Millionaire Real Estate Investor, um, one of the the number one takeaways I got from that book was a phrase in there, because a lot of people have issues with money. And... The, the statement that came out of this one conversation that we relate in the book was, money is good for the good it can do. Money is just a tool. It's neither bad nor good, but it is a tool that's incredibly useful for us to achieve our goals and to make our dreams come true. And so if you're going to be working on this, there's got to be a purpose behind it. And you need to know what that is because there's a lot of sacrifice, especially in the beginning, if you're going to achieve your goals. So here's our definition of financial wealth, and it ties that purpose into it, right? What is the unearned income to finance your life mission without having to work? So it's unearned income, passive income, so that you can do the thing that you were called and put on this earth to do without having to work. Now, does that mean you need to quit your job? No. I mean, retirement for me is probably going to be a coffin. I love what I do. But when I sat down with my wife and we set our goals, you know, our original goals when we first, like we were interviewing these people, and I'd always been thinking, I need to get raises, I need to have higher income. And then I'm interviewing these 120 people and I'm like, they don't think this way. They're looking at the world at a different angle and they have clear goals. When we're like, okay, we're gonna do this thing. What are our goals? It was a million dollars in net worth and we wanted to make $75,000 in unearned income a year. Because I mean, I was driving an old Toyota Tercel um, it eventually had three cylinders that worked instead of four, and we kept driving it. It was a nightmare to go up hills. I could not have driven it in your town. Um, but we, we were willing to live small, and we're like, you know what? We don't need a lot of stuff. We're not materialistic. We like to travel, and we like to eat food. And if we had $75,000 a year and no debt, we'd probably be happy, right? I could go write books that didn't have to sell, do what I love to do, right? But what I didn't want to have happen is I just interviewed someone who literally at her past job would park in the parking lot and cry before she walked into the building. There are people out there that are working for money. And we were both very clear that we did not want to be working for money. We wanted to be working for our passion. So that's financial wealth. It's individual. For us, it was 75000 That's what we needed. I don't know what your number is. Our numbers changed, but that's where we started. So purpose. Um, 
why? What's your big why? Why are you doing all of this? It's a really sticky subject for a lot of people. And frankly, a lot of people want to run the other direction when I talk about it, but it's really important. Um, most people, especially young people, don't have a clear sense of purpose. I read a stat that like only 10% of the population does. So if you're feeling a little out of tune with your ultimate purpose, that's okay. Join the crowd. But there is an opportunity for you to get more in tune. Um, in our research, I read a book. Um, I want to say it's by Timothy Haidt, H-A-I-D-T, called The Hypo Happiness Hypothesis. And he told the story in there of the rider and the elephant. And it's a metaphor for finding purpose. And so everybody here, hopefully, you've watched National Geographic or one of those nature shows, and you've seen the little kid riding an elephant through the jungle, right? 40-pound kid, you know, one-and-a-half-ton elephant. And the author posed this question, if the elephant chooses to go in another direction, is there anything the rider could do to stop it? From a pure physics standpoint, the answer is clearly no. Right? It's just not going to happen. Um, so the aha here is that the reality is the rider is not in charge. The elephant is, but chooses to go where the rider wants to go. And he said, the thing we need to take away from this is in life, the rider is up here and the elephant is in here. And so I, when I read that, I was like, oh, no, because I'm very, very up here most of my life, analytical, cerebral, think with my head. I want to believe the writer is in charge, and I'm not always in tune with what's going on in here, in the heart. Why am I doing these things? And I was originally distressed. I was like, OK, I've been chasing things with the writer, and I have no clue what the elephant wants. Well, if that's what you're experiencing right now, I'll tell you there's a flip to it. If the elephant has always been in charge, then all you have to do is look backwards. There is a breadcrumb trail of where the elephant has been directing you, whether you're aware of it or not. Because the elephant goes where the elephant wants to go, period. So every choice that you've made that didn't have a gun to your head was made with some influence from the elephant. And for me, you know, I look back. I tried to write my first book when I was 12 years old. I borrowed my mom's typewriter, put it on a card table in my upstairs bedroom, had a magnolia tree outside my window. I remember those? And I tried to rip off the hobbit. Right? And so there I am, that first instinct. I wrote essays and stories in high school, and my friends would read them at the lunch table, and I would try to be funny. Right? I ended up getting a writing degree with a creative dissertation. Then I got a master's degree. I worked in bookstores to pay my way through college. I ended up being an editor at HarperCollins. And that whole entire time, I was, the elephant is leading me closer and closer and closer. But I never once articulated after that 12-year-old kid left the stage that I wanted to be that writer. It took me bumping into Gary Keller in a bathroom and saying, hey, I hear you're writing a book. Do you remember I used to work in publishing for me to jump on the right track and become aware of it later? So I think that this is the equation for most of us. You're on the right path. The key is to become aware of it. What is the, the things that hold it together? If you're not aware of it, it's worth investing a little time talking to your friends, the people who know you most. Is there a common thread? And you don't have to get it written as some mission statement. Okay? You don't have to tattoo it on your back tomorrow. I would tell you, if you don't have a definition, at least get a direction. At the very least, I know that I love working with people. right? I was talking to Jordan at lunch, and the theme that I was hearing from him was community. And I observed how interesting that someone who had such formative community 
influences in his life as a young person is now working in HR, whose ultimate charge is to create community in the workplace. It makes total sense to me. So becoming aware of these themes in our life can help you articulate that for us. For my wife and I, at the time we wrote it, we just said we want to work for what we love to work for, and we want to have, we called it our go to hell fund. If somebody told us that we were going to now be doing something at work that we absolutely hated, we wanted to go to heck fund, right? We're not going to do that. And I wanted to have the freedom to be able to walk. And most people aren't free agents in life. And we wanted that. And we wanted it badly because that would inform our marriage and our, our parenting. So that's a big one. You want to work on that. What is your why? So I'm going to give you some questions to help you. If you have a sense of what it is, I would ask you to ask these three questions around it. Why is it important to you? What will it do for your life? Right? So achieving that, what does that actually do for your life? And then the third and most important one is, what happens if you don't achieve it? If there's not pain associated with that third question, you're not quite there yet. That's all I can tell you. you know, I got really clear about mine. It's completely cheesy. It's got to do with being a husband and a father. But when I figured that out, it got very, very, very clear for me about why I needed to excel in the office in my writing, because it was connected to something that it would hurt me if I lost. The respect of my wife and be integrity with my kids. Longer story for another class, but everybody's story is their own. It can be uniquely personal to you, but if there's not pain accomplished to it, it could be very aspirational and very cool, and undoubtedly we'd love being there, but it may not be tied to something that truly matters for you. All right, pals, that was Jay Papasan. One more time, I recommend getting the book, The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. Jay's website is jpapasan.com. And if you want to watch today's entire talk, go to the YouTube and punch in Wealth Building with The One Thing and The Millionaire Series Talks at Google. That is it for me. If you have a chance, please leave a rating and or review for the show. I really, 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 really appreciate it. And I will see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace. Thank you.